plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are coming to you live from the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and we're brought to the airwaves under the SBCs of Be the Star You Are charity, a 501c3 that empowers women and families and works to bring positive media and increase literacy. So we're so glad that you are with us today because we want to catapult you to the stars. Every person is important, and the only way to be yourself is to listen to your heart and to be yourself because everybody else is taken. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org and also by Green Air. Visit GreenAir.net. They are the sponsors of our Moraga Fair, and they are your green solution for solar and backups, and, and they are amazing. So definitely check them out. And this is by a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Every wall is a door. So we just have to think about that. What does it mean? So again, uh, you know, every time we hit up hit a wall, I guess there might be a door there to open. So we have to not get too frustrated. Well, today's show, you're wondering what it's going to be about. In segment two, you know, we're going to talk about the ubiquitous scams that are out there for everybody these days, but especially targeted our seniors. And the federal government is actually stepping in and AARP released info on the most notorious scams and the ways to avoid them. So I'm going to share some of those with you. In segment three, as an interior designer, we have a lot of different trade secrets, things that are really kind of easy that can save you money and building contractors are the way uh, also have these things and it makes our homes more comfortable livable pleasurable safe all of those things so you'll find out a few tips that you can incorporate into your next um, do-it-yourself project and that will be, be quite fun but right now we're going to talk, uh, have a laundry list because all of us have to wash our clothes, uh, especially if we're going out in society. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but nobody would want to sit next to you or be next to you. But um, we also have to be concerned about the environment that we live in because in some cleaning detergents, there are toxins and there are other things that matter. So how can we survive together on this planet, still have clean clothes, and eliminate uh, chemical pollution and the greenhouse gases that are created on a laundry day, which are obviously not so good for our earth? Well, the good news is that detergents are greener than they used to be, and that is really in gratitude to industry agreements and a lot of state-level bans, but the chemicals that are contained are still toxic if you get them in high enough concentrations. Like bleach, for example, contributes to chlorine in our waterways, and many of the chemicals in our detergents don't break down easily, then they only aggravate the problem. Now, I happen to really be an advocate for bleach, but using it on a limited basis. I mean, it really does get rid of any mildew. It It is a, um, a an astringent. I mean, it really sanitizes. 
So I think that it's actually a really good thing as long as you're not going to go to overboard. And it takes a lot of power to launder our clothes. Uh, what people don't know is that dryers, you know, a clothes dryer can eat up about 6% of the energy used by all U.S. households every year. And if you wash clothes in warm or hot water, then it, there's even more energy that's used. So Fortunately, there's a number of simple things you can do to keep your clothes clean, smelling fresh, and then also protect our earth. Now, first of all, you can use cold water because using hot water to wash your clothes, it can be useful in killing bacteria and germs. So if you're going to clean like bed sheets, especially if somebody's been sick, in your, you want to really turn up the heat. You want to put it on as hot, hot as possible because what hot water does is it, um, it, it actually will disinfect um, the clothing that's in there. And for sheets and pillowcases and probably underwear and, you know, and again, anytime that you've been ill, like towels, that's another thing, towels, because when you touch a towel, you can really have bacteria on it. But you also have to remember that um, hot water will also loosen dyes, which are kind of like stains on your clothes. So if you're trying to keep something from bleeding, you really don't want to use hot water. Bleeding meaning the color is going to come out. And, you know, I'm sure you've all had that experience. I know I've done it many times where I put a red shirt in with my white towels. And I think that the red shirt is uh, not going to bleed because it's been washed so many times. The next thing you know, I have pink, you know, very pink towels. So that happens. Now, hot water washing does have some environmental problems because up to 90% of the energy that your washer uses actually goes to heating that water. And so if you can just flip the dial to cold, you're not only conserving energy, but you could be saving about 60 to 70 cents per load of clothing that you do. And, you know, that may not sound like much, but by some estimates, the average American family does more than 300 loads of, of wash a year. So that could actually be a savings of about $180 if you just keep the water temperature down. But again, remember, you're not keeping the water temperature down if somebody's been sick or with towels and sheets and anything that has any kind of bacteria on it. But for normal clothing that's slightly um, soiled, a cold water just works great. Now, how about using a biodegradable detergent? Most of the modern detergents use these non-ionic um, and anionic suff uh, surfacants, and which makes it easier to link different combinations of gases, liquids, solids to each other. So if you've got dirt on your clothes, um, what happens is the compound will attach to a water molecule and then the end of the, the hydrophobic the hydrophobic end will grab the dirt and then down the drain it goes. But the problem is that the high concentrations of many of, of these liquids are toxic to wildlife. So, and they also stick around in the environment much longer than the contents of a biodegradable detergent. So if you were constantly inhaling laundry soap, for example, you probably wouldn't feel good and you probably wouldn't like it. Well, you have to think about, you know, the wildlife doesn't either. So biodegradable detergents, as their name suggests, contain as many biodegradable elements as possible. And they use cleaners like sodium lauryl sulfate, which breaks down in about four days. And many actually derive their ingredients from plants. So you can get clean clothes and you can uh, keep the water cleaner for the fish and the frogs and the amphibians and any other, you know, water creatures. So that, that's a win-win for everybody. So you need to just check those out. And they're called green detergents, and they're usually labeled as green detergents, and they don't usually have any dyes or perfumes. And of course, that means that especially if you are prone to allergies or skin breakouts or rashes or, or any of that, probably it's going to be better for your skin as well. Because um, sometimes with, the, with regular laundry detergent, you get itchy. 
And that might be the chemicals that are in it. So, you know, just look at the active, active ingredients in the detergents that you use and then check the active ingredients in detergents that are considered green and biodegradable and see what really will work for you. Now, what about air drying your clothes? When I was growing up, everybody had a clothesline and people didn't have these automatic dryers. You know, you, they just didn't have them. So you had, you strung a piece of string. It was like a real heavy duty string and you had clothespins. And it's kind of the classic American image. You know, you would see these billowing blouses and towels and dresses on the clothesline. Well, you don't see that very often anymore. And it turns out the reason for that is that communities have been banning clotheslines for probably quite a long time, probably from the early 2000s. You can buy a clothes drying rack and that would save you some energy um, because dryers actually are not good for your clothes. I mean, I use them, but I put them on low. And over time, they can actually, if you if you have natural fibers, they actually bake the natural fibers until they become fragile. And of course, that tumbling action increases wear. And if anybody's ever taken a sweater out of a dryer, you know what it's like to, to get a baby sweater from a, from a large because they shrink especially if the heat hits the, the area of the clothes, um, you know, on the wet fabric fibers, it just packs them together and then they shrink. And the more you use the dryer, the more quickly your clothes are going to wear out. And if you if you're a person that, you know, tosses them, then that's ending up in the trash, which isn't really good for the environment. I mean, hopefully when your clothes, when you don't want them anymore, you're donating them, um, giving them to charity, whatever, or, you know, recycling them in some way. Now, in 2015, more than 32 billion pounds of textiles ended up in the garbage across the U.S. And that ended up in landfills. And, of course, today that problem is only getting worse. And that's because plastic increasingly is finding its way into our clothes. And clothing waste becomes a larger factor in microplastic pollution. Now, microplastics are so prevalent that they actually have been found in the Arctic. And they're actually in beer as well. I mean, it's weird. I can't even imagine that we're drinking that. But so just try air drying. It's a little bit kinder to your clothes. And, um, and you just want to keep your clothes out of the landfill. So donate them or recycle them in some way, repurpose them, make uh, cushions, you know, you can make um, pillowcases, you can, there's all kinds of things you can do with old clothes if you like the fabric, but it's not good enough to wear anymore. Now, there's another thing is um, about our appliances. Appliances today have been literally made to be obsolete very, very quickly. And it's, um, it's interesting how fast they wear out. But there is something called an Energy Star certified washing machine, and that uses 25% less energy and 33% less water. And then a modern a dryer will use 20% less, um, less energy. And there's other factors as well. So you want to, if you're buying a new washing machine, look for the term water factor. And that measurement is going to tell you how much water the machine needs to clean the clothes. And the lower it is, the better. And of course, if you can power those washers and dryers with renewable energy like solar. Now, the one thing about the washing machines that I've noticed is uh, when I was growing up, at first we had like a washboard and then we had this old ringer wash machine that we was actually plugged in outside and we have to put a hose in it uh, to wash the clothes. It, it's so crazy. And then when my mom finally got an, an actual real wash machine like other people had, what was called a modern wash machine, it lasted literally 40 years. Now... I've had a washing machine for eight years now, 
And it's had to be repaired three times. And it turns out after the last repair, I probably just could have gone out and bought a new one. So if it breaks down again, I'm going to have to get a new one. And it makes me kind of sad to think that, uh, that appliances in the past could literally last for half a lifetime. And now you have to just, re you know, replace them all the time, which to me is just a waste because where are all those machines and things going? They're probably going into um, to the landfills and, you know, they're polluting our planet. Now, and one uh, last thing about clothes and washing clothes and what you can do if you can try to buy clothing and other things that have natural fibers and because that's going to pollute less. Now, dryer link actually sneaks um, microparticles into water around the world. So even if you care for your garment, it could still be a problem. To, so if you want to avoid plastics altogether, just when you replace your worn out clothes with natural fibers, you know, so natural fibers would be wool, cotton, hemp, and you can have blends because sometimes that, um, that might be more comfortable, but they are more of a risk to waterways. But you know, what we want to do is just try to keep our, our earth as, um, environmentally friendly as possible and still keep our clothes clean and long lasting. So if possible, you can always, you know, hand wash um, some of your items, especially I know like women like to wash their undergarments so often hand wash them and then hand dry them because it's less wear and tear on them. And anything that's delicate or anything that is um, really expensive, as long as it's, it's washable, Sometimes hand washing in cold water with a mild biodegradable detergent is the way to go. So now you know all these great things about detergents and how to keep your clothes clean and still keep our world happy and safe and clean. So I hope that this environmental message has been helpful for you. When we come back from break, we will talk about scams that are happening now and that's kind of a very scary thing with all the scams that have been happening stay with us you're listening to star style be the star you are coming to you live on the voice america network i'm cynthia bryan i'm the host of the show and i'm glad you're with me don't go away us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR, 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business. 
Well, we are back, and we're going to talk about scams now. I think all of us are falling prey to all of these robocalls that are making us crazy and calls that go to our answering machines that are in other languages and and they're all they're all definitely scams they're all people trying to get us to do something i know i now on my phones have actually put a message that if you don't leave a message i am not going to call you back and i'm going to block you <laughs> because it's just too frustrating every day i just get a plethora of these quote-unquote missed calls that are from area codes that look like someplace that I should be answering, but the reality is they're not, um, they're not valid. You know, I don't know where they're calling from. It's just, it's something not, uh, not good, right? So there are so many scams out there today, and most of the scams are pretty universal. In other words, they're happening to all of us and all ages, but there are some scams that are actually targeting older adults. And the, probably the reason for that is that, you know, uh, most people, well, I shouldn't say most, but so many, especially seniors, they didn't grow up at all in the computer age. They're not really computer savvy or they're not, re they're not online. They're not, uh, they may not really know what um, all the scam things that are happening. And so it's really easy for them to be taken advantage of. So one or one of them is a sweepstakes or um, a lottery. And what happens is you either get a phone call, you get a mail piece, uh, or you get an on online piece that says that you have won, or you have the potential to win a jackpot. But you need to pay a fee or cover the taxes or custom duties to receive your prize. And, you know, or perhaps they'll ask for a prepaid debit card or wire transfer money. I mean, anytime you're asked to wire or transfer money, a money order or cash or gift cards, almost always it's a scam, no matter what. But what usually happens is a scammer will send you a bonus check that you need to deposit before you send a portion of it back. And even if that contest does have a legitimate name, sometimes uh, they're just um, they're they're just copying the names, and it's really not legitimate. And this is the actually the third most reported scam of last year, according to um, the Senate Committee's fraud hotline. Also, uh, you know, IRS impersonation and robocalls are the top two spots. And I just recently got an IRS call and I also got a social security call, which um, I didn't, you know, I didn't answer or call back, but it actually says, it actually says social security when you look on your phone. So they've actually been able to put their number in there. So um, you have to watch out if you, it says that you've won something. In fact, be the star you are just had an email saying that we won some big award. Um, and of course, we know that we're already a top nonprofit because that's all legitimate. That's through top nonprofits and GuideStar. But this was a company I had absolutely never heard of. And then what was very funny about it, oh, and it told me to claim, you know, to claim my reward, you know, to click here. Then what was really funny is I got the exact same email although it was to a company called Advanced Tree Service, uh, which is a, for some reason, it's a, a company that I wrote about in an article a few years ago. And for some reason, this scam, they sent, uh, maybe because they read the article or they Googled it, who knows, they sent me the email saying that Advanced Tree Service had just won this big award. And it was the exact same one that I'd gotten for Be The Star You Are. So you have to be really careful if you just remember nothing is free. So if you you're told you've won a sweepstakes, a lottery or some prize, perhaps just delete it. You know, if you really have somebody will get in touch with you. The next one that is really big is the tech support. And this one, um, this one is kind of scary because, um, when your computer goes down or something happens, you know, you do get nervous. You want to fix it right away. So what happens is the tech support representative 
calls and claims that your computer is infected with a virus. And they sound very, very believable. And once you hand over that remote access, because as you know, uh, if you've ever called for tech support, like if you have a website or um, who does it a lot? I'm trying to think. Um, I've had it. Oh, I know. Like when I've had issues with um, with something I was doing on a web, like with GoDaddy or with Apple, for example, they'll say, can we do a screen share? And they'll do a remote access. They ask permission first. But so if somebody calls you and asks permission for remote access, you don't want to do that because they dig into your personal files and um, then they're going to request payment for their services and they may actually be able to put some kind of a virus or, um, or something on your computer. So if you have computer problems, seek um, tech support only from the, the contact information that is provided with your devices. In 2018, uh, people who were 60 and older were five times more likely to report losing money to the scams of tech support than younger people. And the medium loss was about $500. That's according to the Federal Trade Commission. And that's because of older people just really don't understand how all of this works. Now, this one's been around for a really long, long time. And I can't believe that people are still falling for it. But I guess when you're a grandparent, you really care about your grandchild. And if you get a call from your grandchild saying, you know, in the middle of the night when they startle you awake and they sound frantic and they need cash to deal with a medical emergency or a travel disaster or to get out of jail and they beg you not to call their parents. It's a con artist on the other end of the line. And they may have extracted enough details about your grandchild, probably from the Internet and probably from Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of those places that you post things and then they weave together a believable story and they can probably explain away the distorted voice by claiming it's a bad phone connection or a broken nose or whatever. So what happens is as this grandparent, you're getting pulled into an emotional trap and all you're thinking about is helping your grandchild. So if you get this, the most important thing you can do is hang up immediately call your grandchild or um, the parents or a relative that would knows where they are to find out, do they really need help? Uh, and even if a grandchild had said, you know, don't tell my parents, I think that parents, obviously, if they're under 18, need to know. And that's important. Another one that hits older adults, and maybe it's because they're widowed or they're lonely or whatever, but you get a message on an online dating site or through a social media site that says something like, don't you remember me? You know, I was your second grade crush or we went to high school together. I'm just trying to get back in touch with you. Um, how are you? You know, you look amazing. And the seducer might literally spend weeks or months Building a relationship with you, uh, maybe via the internet, maybe it'll escalate to over the phone, and then eventually it'll get to helping them with some money, uh, maybe for their travel or to deal with a medical issue. And this is really a devastating victimization because. First of all, there have been victims out there that have lost literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they worse than that, they, they lose that dream of a partner that pretended to be in love with them or at one time was in love with them. So just don't get, you know, don't get hoodwinked into this I know you a kind of thing. Um, I know it's, oh, it's probably been a year ago. I got uh, an email, and it was quite kind of elaborate email by something like this of, you know, somebody who was supposedly from my past who I couldn't remember at all. And I have a memory like an elephant, 
So I just deleted it. <laughs> but, um, and I wasn't flattered or anything. I wasn't, I'm not looking for romance. So I definitely wasn't, wasn't flattered, but, but some people really are looking for that. So that's a, um, that's a sad one. Now I told you I was called, um, so from someone supposedly that said the social security and the crazy thing was, is that when it came up with my phone, it actually said social security office. And when I looked at the phone number, I didn't call it back. And then I looked up the social security office and of course it was not the same number, but what happens and people actually get nervous with these and they do fall prey to it is that somebody will call you and they claim to be a staffer from the social security office and they try to get some money or your personal details and they usually pretend there's a problem with your account that your social security number has been suspended because of illegal activity or or they might give you this one which you know is is easier to fall for and that is that you're entitled to a cost of living benefit increase. And so in that case, they may just say, but you have to verify your social security number. Don't do it. Wrong, wrong. And a, a more terrible thing that they do is they actually may threaten your benefits, suggesting that you'll even face legal action if you don't provide the information. So they're trying to pressure you to send the money right away. And if you're not sure if the call is legitimate, which it never is because they're not going to call you, um, and don't rely on your caller ID. So what you want to do is hang up. And a real representative, the real social security number is this, 800-772-1213. So if it's not that number, it's not a real representative. But in any case, I I just never take any of these calls. You always just want to hang up. Um, Another one, my husband got this one, and it was also about a year ago. And it was from our um, PG&E, which is our, our Pacific Gas and Electric, our gas and electric company. And it was at his office. And they were telling him that they were going to shut his power off uh, immediately because he didn't pay his bill. And he was right in the middle of something and, you know, it kind of caught him off guard. And he said, I did pay my bill. And the guy said, no, you didn't. And we're going to shut the power off in an hour. And so my husband said, well, I need to talk to a supervisor. And, uh, and of course, the supervisor gets on and is very nice and says, no, you have to do it now. Just give us a credit card and we'll take care of it. And, you know, he was just caught off guard and he, my husband just thought, oh, okay, I wonder what this is. And fortunately, he sent me a text and said, I, I told me what was going on and I was available. I text back, hang up immediately. It's a scam. And he did. And it was a scam. So, um, and then I had actually that same thing happen. And I actually talked about it here on the radio a couple of months ago when uh, we had blackouts here, we've had several blackouts in the last few months and, uh, it was pretty funny. I mean, I was driving and I got a call that said it was from PG&E and I didn't answer it at all. I didn't answer it, but it did leave a message And it said, your power is going to be turned off if you don't pay your bill within the next hour. And it was just so weird because the power was already off. We were in a blackout and had been in a blackout for three days. And my first inclination was to call them and yell at them and say, what are you talking about? We're in a blackout. You know, how can you turn my power off? It's been off for several days. But I didn't do it. And um, I'm glad that I didn't, obviously, because as soon as I looked up the phone number, that wasn't the phone number. So it was a scam, but they actually left a message and said to call back. So very, you know, they're getting really, really smart. Um, Another one that is happening a lot, and this is usually to homeowners, is uh, fake contractors that are going door to door especially after a national disaster. You know, if you've had an earthquake or a fire or a flood or, you know, a tornado, um, a hurricane, these fake contractors go door to door and they offer these fix-it service uh, services right away. 
and they'll ask for instant payment via cash or a check, and they promise to start working the next day. And so you get really excited because after a uh, a natural disaster, it's really hard to get any contractor because everybody's busy. So it's so hard to get somebody to come and help you. And so the fact that somebody says, oh, sure, I'll start tomorrow, and then they disappear, just ignore their offers and search for your own contractor. And an interesting side note on that one, just to tell you how quickly um, and how it happens to everybody. You know, if this isn't just this isn't just happening to people that um, are not savvy. It happens to savvy people too. Is a contractor that I actually use, who is a really good contractor, had something happen at his own house, but he needed some extra help and. His subcontractors were already on a project, so he brought on a guy that had been referred who said that he could start the next day, but he just needed needed to have some upfront cash to get going. And contractors usually know that you, you know, you you don't pay upfront, and the most is over 10%, but anyway, he gave him money, and of course the guy disappeared, he never saw him again. And it ended up costing this contractor over $100,000. And it took a long time to get his place taken care of. So that is pretty scary. So if, if you are, um, if, you know, if you get these phone calls or you get these emails, just beware and try to have your senses. Don't just react right away because also surveys. Here's another one, and this hits everybody, is these days everybody's asking for a survey. But make sure if you are taking a survey, it's from a company whose services you just used and they said, we're going to send you the survey. Don't just reply to random surveys because you might be going to a site that is going to download a virus or something in the background that's going to steal your information. So this, these are all scary things and they're all scams that are targeting all of us. And I wish that there was something we could do about it. But so far... So far, there really isn't other than deleting the emails, not opening any websites unless you write in it yourself and um, and hanging up on people. And nobody really wants to be rude, but that's the way it seems to go. So we'll be back in a little bit and I'm going to give you some design trade secrets to brighten up your house um, as we come towards the, you know, come into our next season. So stay with me. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. There are 100 million people over the age of 50 in the United States, and they control 70% of the disposable income. They buy two-thirds of all the new cars, half of all the computers, and one-third of all movie tickets. People 50 and older spend $7 billion, with a B, a year, $7 billion a year shopping online, and 80% of all travel dollars flow from their credit cards. So consumers age 50 and older are the third largest economy in the world, trailing only the gross national product of the United States and China. But are older Americans being ignored by the marketplace? Between 2014 and 2030, the population of 50-plus will grow by 34%. Are you supporting the wisdom of the elderly, or are you locked into a youth culture? So boost your business with a touch of gray. It may fatten your bottom line. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you are. The star you are. 
The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is called... And we are back. So, if you like to decorate and you, you know, you want to have your house look terrific. There are some trade secrets that can really help you. And so I thought I would share just a few things that, um, that, that designers and contractors and architects use. And it helps, you know, to shoo away any of the doldrums that you kind of get when you're just thinking, uh, I'm kind of sick of what's going on, but what what could I do just to brighten it up and not spend too much money? So one of the first things is throw pillows. If you want to switch up um, by switching up your accent pillows on a sofa or a bed, it's just a great way to add a pop of color. And they are also, you know, they're very budget friendly and it actually changes the look of your space. Now, there's lots of places online that you can buy um, these kind of throw pillows. Or as I was saying in an earlier segment, if you, have, if you sew and you have clothing that, you know, maybe would make good uh, covers for pillows, you may just want to try that. And uh, that will give you a totally different look. I just recently, um, I had a satin skirt that one side of it had a stain on it. So it's so beautiful. I didn't want to throw it out. So I made a really pretty pillow for our bedroom and it just looks fantastic and that you know it was inexpensive because I'm just recycling or I'm upcycling I guess another secret is to layer your art and even though I really love um, a gallery style wall you can also lean and layer art that will bring depth and interest just lean it on something you can lean your wall decor because it it provides more flexibility for you in your design and you can move it or change it and it doesn't damage your walls and where you're going to lean it. If you have a fireplace, an entry table, a mantle, a bedside stand, and then you could change up, change it up. You could even put a mirror there and, you know, a piece of art. And especially if you have kids and you've framed your kids art and you just maybe want to change it over from time to time, it's maybe better just to do things leaning it on a bookshelf or or on a table as opposed to hanging it on the wall. Now, mirrors are absolutely a fabulous way to brighten a room and make a space feel much larger. But before you hang a mirror, make sure you see what is across from it because you want to reflect something beautiful. So if you have a wall and it it will reflect towards a window where you'll have a garden or a nature view or something that's really pretty, that would be fantastic. It's going to open up your space and it is going to give you more light because the light's going to bounce from the window. So you do like to reflect and, and amplify the light and the space in a room and a mirror can always do that. Now, natural elements are always really important. Uh, fresh flowers. If you just go, if you have a garden, even if you don't have flowers growing, but you have a couple of trees or bushes, you could just cut a couple sprigs of things. And 
you know, put them inside in a vase or even you can even put them in a jam jar. It looks great. But that just helps brighten up your house. And of course, if you have flowers, even dandelions are great and they'll last a little while. Candles are another real good trade secret because when you burn a candle, first of all, it adds light, but there's usually a very nice smell, which is important to our psychological makeup. Scents can affect our memory, our emotions, and they can even affect how productive we are. Like when I'm doing this radio show, I always burn a candle. And I just have a candle. I use different scents today. It's like a, a peppermint, which kind of makes me feel more alive and excited. So I think that having your house or your office, your studio, wherever you are, smell good. That just really helps. Now, you can also use a diffuser with uh, essential oils. Another simple trick, and a lot of realtors have used this, is you can put a cinnamon stick in your oven. And that is something, actually, we always did as kids, is just put a cinnamon stick in the oven. And it just makes your whole house smell like apple pie. So those are kind of little tips that are really great. Now, there are some other ones that are, um, are I think, are also great um, uh, trade secrets that get more to the work of the hardscape. So for painting, for example, always use a high quality primer on both your interior and exterior finishers because that's going to ensure that your paint is going to adhere to the wall and it's going to last longer. Then if you're going to do any natural stone tile that has a variation such as a mineral deposit or veining, Make sure to have your tile setter do a dry run layout to finalize placement before, uh, before they grout it. And this is going to ensure a really nice pattern and uh, visually maximize the beauty of the stone. And it, I can't emphasize that enough because so often you will walk into a home and they'll have some granite or marble or something. And it just seems mismatched in the, if it's a tile. So if they lay it out, it can just flow. Now, remember when planning a bathroom remodel project to balance these three key aspects. You want aesthetics, functionality, and maintainability. So you want a new bathroom to please your senses, but also provide those features that will be easy to maintain on a daily basis. Now, when you are choosing color for uh, any particular area of your home, Keep in mind the psychological effects of colors on your emotions because warm colors like red, orange, and yellow, they convey high energy, intensity, warmth, comfort. But cool colors like green and blue and purple can help feel um, very calm and serene. So you may want to use those. So you want to decide how what you want for each um each area of the house. And you can actually go online and read more about colors and find out what colors are going to be the best for each room. And I've actually done shows about that in the past. Now, layer your fixtures when choosing lighting for your bedrooms and other areas. You might want some re recessed cans as well as, uh, as you, uh, table lamps or even chandeliers. But it's better to have multiples as opposed to one. When you're adding a flex room to your home, you might want to install plumbing connections, extra wiring and outlets, and, um, and stowaway elements like a tuck-away bed or a desk or shelving, and smart storage space. Because a flex room can then morph into a home office, a guest room, a playroom, an exercise room, a room for a health care aid as your family changes. All these different things is really important. And um, when you're painting, by the way, make sure that your brushes are of high quality as well as your rollers. And you definitely want masking tape. So, And that blue tape is the best stuff because that way you'll get taped edges that are crisp and uh, without removing existing stains or finishes. Now, your kitchen backsplash is a great way to add some color and personality. If you want to do a different backsplash, which seems to be in vogue these days, or you can harmonize your design elements and create an interesting focal point. It doesn't matter if your dream kitchen is rustic or cozy or modern or sleek, or if you just have this little tiny kitchen, just get creative with your backsplash. I have 
even put as a designer, put mirrors behind a, a stove in a tiny uh, kitchen. It's kind of a feng shui element that, that brightens the room and it makes it seem larger. And there's something that is just really kind of cool about that fire element. Um, recess can lights and wall sconces on separate dimmers can expand your options for any of your rooms and you, that way you can adjust the ambience. So I like to have dimmers. I think dimmers should be on every single light. That way you can do a mood for a room with the flip of a switch or the slide of a, of a dimmer. And then finally, just one thing that a lot of people do, and but I love it is to paint your door a fun color and make it really glossy so that you have this really pretty clean uh, first impression. And of course, if you want to bring more abundance into your life and more money into your life, it is said that red is the best color to paint your front door. And it doesn't matter the color of red. It could be your preference. It could be a purple red, a pink red, an orange red, a deep red, a fire engine red, whatever red that you want. But in any case, so those are just a few things that could help you with some design secrets. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks for being great listeners, allowing me into your life every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. We want to give you some lifestyle tips that can help you change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about my company, Star Style Productions, or to purchase any of my books, visit my website, CynthiaBryan.com. And if you'd like to make a donation or get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. If you'd like to sponsor an event, shoot me an email because we will give you promotion. And we thank Green Air for being a sponsor for our upcoming Moraga Fair booth. And until we celebrate next week, we want you to remember that love always wins Kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This has been Star Style. I thank you. I encourage you. Be the star you are. And most importantly, be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a wonderful week. We'll be together next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America. Thank you for being with me. Be the star you the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.